0: Digimon Adventure Try. Period. Part two. Colon. Determination, not decision. Like I said last time, and I read the same sheet. It still says decision. Our second, third Digimon Try movie. Our fourth Digimon movie overall. But our third in our Digimon Digithon. I'm D'Alavento.
1: I'm Joe Sweatmore. And I'm fan service episode Nick Nundahl. And this is Attract Mode.
2: Joe, was that your Homestar impression? I don't know. I just... I, I didn't have a plan. I, you know, I always think try to think of something to do for my name, and I didn't have a plan at all. And and, I, and even, even in the middle of saying it, I wasn't sure where I was going, so it just sounds, really. But I gotta tell you, I'm excited to be back with our friends Ash, Misty, and Brock. I've, I feel <laughs> like I've missed them so much. Watching Digimon has driven me up a wall there's like eight digi destined and all these digimon and i don't care about any of them but ash misty and brock at least i get them like yeah childhood is knowledge but like there's few characters i can latch onto their adventure and i'm just like so excited to be talking about a jo- pokemon joe, movie again what
0: joe joe i have i have bad news for you joe
2: what we,
0: we're still we're still watching digimon movies
2: no that can't be did you did <laughs> you watch true. a pokemon movie yeah yeah i mean i guess i watched a lot of them but <laughs> oh god this is this is horrible. So we watched Digimon Try the de- Determination. De- de-
0: mm-hmm. Part two, oh,
2: Determination. I remember that one. Let's talk about that, I guess. Wow, what a novel idea. <laughs> Glad you thought of it. Uh, what
0: would you guys think of this one? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, come on. We I, just, the, the pre-recording, we were like, okay, nope, it was all right. I, I was, all I was right letting one. Nick
2: get out his minor gripe. I think this is a improvement over... Uh, the last Digimon movie. I think it's one of the better Digimon movies we watch. I don't think it's the most interesting. I think the first one was such a mess. It was still the most interesting. This, however, is as a terrible movie. It sucked. I hated it. It is still like pretty like it's it's better at what it does than the others. That that's I, my. It is. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think it is overall a worse movie than a lot of them, except that it has figured out sort of its formula. So to speak, I guess it knows that it wants to present these kids just living their lives and being kids, um, you know, like high schoolers sort of, you know, blossoming into adulthood, um, young adulthood, I guess. But then also they have to deal with this other stuff like this, this digital monster world exists and they have to deal with it.
2: Which at this point, like I legitimately watching this movie had no idea what the digi, like, digi, Digimon plot of it was. I was really only following the actual like There's, slice of life high school story that was going on. I think that's really
1: the only story in this one. And then Maybe. the monsters are an, a meta plot that's going to extend from sure. the last movie all the way to the sixth movie yeah. of Try. I don't think I, the meta plot really gets a lot of play in this one. It just it just has a couple battles to advance it a little want bit. But you you not
2: a fan of the characterization that occurred in this movie? Uh,
1: no <laughs> i i am
2: <laughs> I, i'm
1: so not interested in high school student drama
2: but we finally got to know the, the character that was introduced in the last movie we didn't know much about her i still don't know her name um uh, the one who looks Meiko. the most asian Maymay. of the group uh may may yeah she is shy we didn't know that but maybe we did i can't remember We definitely knew that <laughs> we absolutely well, she's more shy now <laughs> <laughs> we just saw more of her being shy you mean and coy too yeah, oh my goodness wow two character traits um which you might think those two things go together and generally they do so yeah. shaking they did my here head also shaking my I, th- head this movie though uh, well i agree with nick that the character sucked and most everything about the movie sucked and it was, was still really <laughs> bad there, there were like things that stood out there were like <sighs> it's weird and like it almost like grabs my attention in more of a like like the the opening like when we first see digimon it's like i don't even know if these are digimon is this like some weird like alt alt dimension inside because like the art looks different because the
1: movie begins with the same phrase <laughs> that the previous try movie began <laughs> begins with begins in the beginning in the beginning <laughs> there was and it's like oh is this an alternate beginning i i thought the exact same thing as you joe i was like is this like another universe and we're going to get like a third universe merger no no, they just like to say beginnings, yeah. and they don't mean anything by it. Or they're like they're alluding to some deep lore, but we don't get any exploration of it to mean anything. Uh, but we, I we so do want get... more of that, and I just don't think we get enough. Do you though? Like, well, do you no, really, <laughs> want I don't want more of it in the sense that I'm not an audience goer <laughs> <laughs> who wants Digimon movies to begin with. But if I have to watch Digimon movies, I would like more of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If,
0: if for some reason some masochist <laughs> forced us to, yeah. to watch if I were trapped in a podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: On a space station. Right. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I
0: want that exploration that they just don't give us in this. I think they try. I think it, it, they tried. Uh, I think they tried harder in this one than they did in the last one. Like I, I'm okay. I'm okay conceptually with high school slice of life stuff yeah i think it it works i think it works pretty well in evangelion um i think i mean that's the only like anime that i'm very familiar with that has it i mean like pokemon doesn't have a lot of school stuff in it but like (laughs) i i uh pokemon being a pokemon master is
1: their
2: whole life right um, uh co co uh codemaster Gias or whatever that is uh th- that one's got some slice of life stuff in it you i got, think it's
1: uh, i think it's interesting to play that element of it because it's like super relatable for some audiences like especially if you're a high schooler or, or an otherwise young adult you know middle school or something like that these plots are going to be meaningful to you on some level potentially um and there's definitely an audience interested in this right like People like slice of life animes. I am not one of those people, but I accept that there is merit to the genre that other people find in
2: it. But also more than just like general slice of life interest. It's these characters that were like middle school, like kid kids in the show. And now potentially for the fans of those characters, you get to see them going through all grown up. They're rugrats and they're rugrats all grown up. Yes, exactly. Like in theory, that's, kind of cool like I'd, I'd go and watch a, a grown-up like a like a teens um last airbender like Aang and cora and sure or Korra, it's so and all those Aang, characters Aang and cora yeah all, together. The, all the characters from both shows are hanging out together as teenagers um uh it, like I, in a I, 1980s I can, high school i get the idea of the <laughs> appeal i just feel bad for anyone for whom these are the characters that they that 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 is there they're, like, they're attached to attached to yeah because yeah. these characters the only That's... good character like we've what talked you about you just before. said hurt someone's feelings just now I, someone yeah. out
1: there was listening
2: <laughs> <laughs> desperate for <laughs> digimon content rolled down their cheek <laughs> yeah one of my best friends loves digimon and i have to tell him like i'm sorry this is the worst sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> there's only like we talked about last time or sometimes all the times maybe how, how useless the digi are but also like even as people, they're mostly useless. And then, like the only okay, good but they're one, high schoolers though. Oh, so, but like, the let's, only... not, let's not argue utility of high schoolers, okay? Yeah. Like, well, they're they're in the like to the in, in the scope of this kind of story. I don't know. <laughs> hey, but the only good one is that is the dang is the, is the dang smart kid because he's like a character who feels like he's taking like plot initiative, I guess. But sure. anyways, he doesn't
0: do uh, a Joe, whole lot Joe in this movie because again, because well, no. again, there there are two smart characters. But
1: Joe no, is talking one about one. Yeah. Oh, oh Joe okay. is saying Izzy is the one who's valuable, but but he's not the really thing about Izzy. Right. Exactly. He's not super important in this movie. Weirdly, Joe is super important in this movie, which is kind of a first time for us from our experience.
0: Yeah. And literally any of them. Yeah. Which makes me think makes me wonder how much context we've lost. Not ever have it yeah. exposed to the show, because at this point, it's like, OK, Joe's starting to have some sort of character development. But maybe in the show, he had like a wild amount of character development. Yeah. that we Just never witnessed i assume he must have been more
1: involved um because ironically the main plot of this movie i think from my perspective in a sea of sort of side plots but the main plot in my perspective is joe like dealing with stress and anxiety as he's trying to grow up and become you know an an adult person and he's tied forever to this digimon nonsense right like he's never able to escape it and he has to sort of find a balance in his life. And do they do they nail that plot? No, but but they explore it, which is like kind of something. Um, and, and it's he's you know from my perspective is the most interesting thing that happens. We also deal with Mako and mei mei, Uh Mimi. I'm sorry, who Mimi calls Mako mei, mei So we have Mei-Mei and Mimi, um, becoming best friends. I guess both of them are technically new students. Mimi has an existing relationship with a lot of the digi destined
0: she's the girl from New York right like she flew yes for the Uh previous movie Mm -hmm. and then she also was on a plane in the second movie and she was also like the one that traveled the most in the first movie yeah
1: I get the impression she's got rich parents and goes all over the world
0: well yeah she says that yeah at some point
1: Uh, that doesn't matter
0: Come on, pay attention (laughs) to the plot Joe so Nick oh you
1: you did it (laughs) we need a counter we need a counter mark we had it's been 60 days since the last incident flip it to zero definitely not, definitely not been that long no it hasn't
0: <laughs> but flip it to zero because you just fucked up <laughs> um all right well let's let's start let's get moseying through this 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 here plot
1: well are there uh, just to highlight real quick i mean there's the may and mimi plot there's the mm-hmm. joe plot there is my
0: mama's and papa's cover band the may and the Mimi's. yeah
1: there is a digimon plot that kind of bumps up against those things um, and then becomes very important at the very end like it always does is there is there anything else really important in this movie
0: um there is kind of the relationship between the two government operatives is that Um, important it's there but is it important well, and then I don't want—I
2: don't want to spoil the end of the movie. All right, Nick. All right. Hmm. But it's definitely like a D plot, if you get my—if you get my meaning. D plot. <laughs>
0: yeah, I got it. D it's good plot. Yeah. Uh-huh. All
2: right. So yeah. All right. Let's move into the
0: beginning of the movie. Okay. So in the beginning, blah 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 blah. Uh, all beings are born. Maybe we get a little bit of more. All beings are born from fire okay that's fine that's some nice flavored text i guess for your like except well, what shitty, does that mean sh- shitty b tier jrpg um uh B-tier? living in the s- yeah b is high <laughs> well i mean i don't have high expectations for jrpg so uh, All right. uh blah, 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 blah 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 living in the same realm but opposite sides ultimately returning to the scourge from whence they came again that's just word salad that's meaningless yeah uh we get this battle and what we assume to be the digital dimension like we said before it's it's a little it's there's some color grading on it there's like some red and blacks and stuff it doesn't seem like exactly what we're used to uh for the digital dimension but clearly not earth right uh and then we get uh what seems to be the most hypersexualized furry i have ever seen
1: Hmm. well you haven't seen very many then i'm (laughs) right yeah i guess i am i'm but a baby this is just
2: the raw energy yeah
1: i mean
0: it just exhumes
1: raw sexual energy this is definitely the horniest digimon movie ever made well not ever made i don't know about the rest but that we've seen thus far i should say yeah uh and and it does begin here but i don't it's really not that over the top.
2: He's just shirtless peck, pecky, but, but he does yeah. like he is strapping himself like he's got leather belts wrapped around his arms to like keep yeah. that sexuality in.
0: Yeah. And it's uh, like
2: light bondage. In. Yeah. He's and he's a Leo, he's a cat man. He's a big old lion man. Uh mm-hmm. he did mm-hmm. ripped lion man. ripped to the tits. Uh he is big feet like really really st- like uh, wow those <laughs> Just, are some, some this suggestive guy feet. this guy
0: fell out of the fetish
2: tree and hit every branch on the way down uh he's he's got he's got a lot going on but uh, i think his name is leomon is that right is that yes it? leomon, leomon? Yeah. is what he's uh,
0: introduced as later
2: and he's important i guess um well he's he's fighting
0: <laughs> he's fighting <laughs> He's fighting what initially I wanted to assign as a scaly, but I think that's inaccurate. It's more so just kind of like a, a green hunched over oh, ogre, uh, goblin. Yeah, yes. Kind of looks like uh, uh, Blanca from Street Fighter. Yeah, all right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Any kind of general green ogre that you can conjure. Mm-hmm. It put Shrek right in here fighting <laughs> a giant lion man with like overly muscular, like sweaty pecs. Then you've got this movie pinned. Shrek would be offended by this. <laughs> uh, Sh- I'm sorry. There's a whole meme culture about Shrek coming into someone's room and having <laughs> sex with them. I don't think we're, we're touching close to what offends you, the Shrek yeah. fandom.
2: You are soiling yeah, no, 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 the no. memory <laughs> of Shrek. Uh, yeah. yeah and, and, and it was like these two. I guess they are technically Digimon, but I, for a minute I did not think they were. I was like, what is this? This is weird. Because uh, they, they just... kind
1: of look cooler than Digimon. <laughs> a
2: little bit. <laughs> yeah. They look like, I don't know, He-Man villains. We, we now know Nick's rating of art-style coolness. There's there's yeah. Digimon art, one level above that, furry art. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, You know what? I'm going to accept it in this particular <laughs> case. I, I don't there's nothing quite comes out of this fight yet, right? Like well, they're, just, they just, shows they're just like they're just skirmishing. There's basically.
1: one big thing, which is uh, we're not sure when we watch this fight, how to place it. It says in the beginning over the voiceover. So I kind of thought at first this fight might be like some ancient battle. And like ah, these are, you yeah. know, like progenitor Digimon or something. But then we see a dude in a leather coat and sunglasses in the
0: digital <laughs> world. Looks like fucking like like uh, joker from persona yeah. five yeah. watching watching this digimon fight in the digital world spike
1: spiegel yeah it's <laughs> here right. yes exactly. um yes. but yeah so he's he's actually there in the digital world and it's like well, what does that mean i and i don't know because
2: you won't find out in this I podcast know. i don't know <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm honestly provide answers yeah i did not retain that <laughs> well good thing this is a
1: three-man show yeah it, it seemed important to me but i, I couldn't and we, we'll see that guy again of course but we don't find out a whole lot about him
0: all right so that happens a little flavor for for what's going on in the digital world we go back into the real world where things continue to be boring and slice of lifey <laughs> yeah. uh we get kind of like a, a quick couple of shots uh uh tie i think is kind of like one of the main uh plot beats here he is like he is looking out the balcony of his apartment or his, you know, where his family lives and he is watching construction being done on one of the buildings. I assume one of the buildings that got damaged in one of the fights in the previous movie and he is regretting what was happening. Uh, uh, his sister Kari comes out and comforts him a little bit. Uh, his Digimon Agumon, we learn, has some sort of tapeworm or something. He just is constantly hungry. Uh, just constantly that's, wants to eat. That's just like a running bit through this whole movie. It that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, it's for always any two reason.
2: Food time. <laughs>
0: food time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not the right voice.
2: I'm a di- I'm a i dad. How did you mind?
1: It kind of harkens back to like when Ty first got him though, and he was just a little like weird ball that shit on the floor all the time. Like sure. he was like feeding him constantly, and he would just poop, and it would be like, "Whoops, sorry, I pooped." i'm a fully Uh i'm a fully sentient being but you gotta wipe up my shit anyway
0: (laughs) (laughs) look if 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 they just plucked like a a new york firefighter off the street and made it voice a digimon
1: it'd be so much better (laughs) fucking maymay's digimon should be that like it, it should still be the feminine little plant thing but it just talks like well, that's, a really. That's
0: Mimi's, that's Mimi's Digimon. Oh, uh, Thank you.
1: Yes, Mimi's is what I meant. Because she spent time in New York, she should have brought her Digimon back with hey, a. I'm yeah, walk here! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: I don't I'm, think there's a, turning a voice in that. into movie be a
1: fucking the- cactus, all right?
2: Oh yeah. more <laughs> <laughs> spike you! The cactus Digimon is probably the coolest. I mean, it is just like a cactar from from yeah, like yes. Final Fantasy or whatever that's from originally. Yeah. Final Fantasy is what I think about it. But I, I do like a cactus with a funny face. That got me. Um, Love me a cactus. All of the voices of all the Digimon and all the characters generally, except for maybe Leomon, could be improved. Leomon was pretty perfect. He's like the level of like gravelly sexuality that you expected from that hunk of beast.
0: Um, so we just kind of get into the updates. Apparently, this the, the DigiDestined are going on a spa day for some reason. I think this
2: is for... Fan uh, service. May May. Oh. <laughs> I, it was less fan service than I like when I when I saw. it it's I was like, not oh, really? Yeah. We're gonna get into fan service, but then it, it doesn't
1: really. It, it's it still plays with the ideas while probably feeling like it needs to restrain itself because it's it knows that there's an American audience who has to watch yeah. this as well.
2: Something that Digimon does, and I can kind of what does Digimon do? <sighs> what it do? It like takes its characters and it like puts some situations that you're like, I would want to be. Like if I was a high schooler, I would want to be these kids hanging out, having fun. And it's like scenes of them just having fun and being together. And it's like, I never care about these scenes and I hate these characters. But I do get the idea of having scenes where they're having fun together and being excited about, oh, look at all this cool stuff to look at and all the world. And, oh, we can eat food and we can go to the spa. Right.
0: There's like a weird
2: vicariousness Mm -hmm. to it. It's like, it's like part of the high school, like the, the approach, the mentality of this show is like, look at these characters existing. They also happen to be saving the world, I guess. Maybe. I, I think they saved the world. Sure. I don't want to At some point know. they will. Um, I mean, they don't really do anything. It's their Digimon that save the world. They just l- watch them become abused. The opening uh, song specifically references them saving the world, though. Yeah, but <laughs> do <laughs>
1: So like, you know it has to happen because the song says they do.
0: Yeah. Song can't lie. Songs <laughs> can't lie, Joe. That's that's fact. That that is that is audio law. Anyways, what happens in this spa day? What what actually even occurs? Fucking nothing. Yep. Like okay, there's some stuff that happens near the end of it, but there was just I like I was I was like came out of the end of that last movie, and I was like okay, Digimon, you kind of you fallen a bit in my eyes. That 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 you had a long way to go to hit rock bottom, but. i i I, some of the parts of that last movie were real hard to get through and then they start with this fucking spa day thing that is way too long and doesn't say shit the the you know you know how like there's people that like hate small talk because like sometimes small talk is just like so arduous it's so boring it's the most inane nonsense yeah the small talk in this movie and all these movies. Micro inane. <laughs> it's 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 terrible. Yeah. Because they'd never say anything interesting. Because like even in the in even in if you're writing a story and you and you incorporate small talk, you want the small talk to it, like literally all parts of your movie should be either it should be to forward a narrative of some sort. All right. Or like to entertain, even, right? Like you could you you've got and the best
1: balance is both of those things, but you, as long as you're entertaining, you can kind of waste some time as long as you're keeping everything sort of, you know, uh, keeping keeping the audience locked
0: in. I would I would argue that point, though, because I have I have taken screenwriting classes where they have directly said, hey, if you have a joke that's funny and it doesn't do anything else but be funny, cut that fucking joke out. I, because- I definitely
1: agree because you have like a limited retent- attention span, right? You're trying to retain the audience for the length of your movie. Ultimately, I agree. I think you're right this though misses both beats (laughs) like it is neither entertaining nor does it advance any plot
0: yes because it's just they don't know how to write they don't know how to write these characters to make them distinct it's just like a bunch of so you're here too huh yeah that's right i said that and then that's it that's it just just back and forth literally that moment happens when ty
1: walks into his teacher almost completely naked And he's like,
2: oh, Mr. Nishigishi, you're here? Yep. I just want to say also, I hate that the teacher looks so young. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I just want him to look like a teacher.
1: (laughs) He's so young, and he's hanging out, like, practically naked with his students. I know that bathhouses are, you know, like a cultural thing or whatever. I'm not trying to judge the culture. Uh, but We've all hung out with our teachers when they're naked. (laughs) It's just so weird that there's no reason for him to be there other than to say... Yeah, we
2: uh we, we're the government and we've been watching you guys. Yeah. I was I was gonna say it's not he's not just their teacher though, that they're hanging out with naked. He also stalks them. So Yeah. That yeah. you know, there's more relationship professionally. With, yeah. <laughs> so there's
0: there's like this whole thing about they're doing the spa day because May May hasn't hasn't Done, gone to the spa before and they're trying to treat her because now she's part of the DigiDestin family and blah 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 and then there's like a little arc where like some of the the Digimon like get lost and they have this whole thing about like whether or not to take the Digimon into the spa or not because the Digimon are fucking monsters and you know if you were just an average spa employee and you saw a fucking like three foot high like dinosaur walk into your establishment I think you'd be rightly upset and terrified.
2: I just want to say in remarks to the Digimon being monsters the ongoing plot threat of the Digimon being a menace to society is really really the worst it just is not it's so dry at all. like they so often shove the Digimon into public scenarios anyhow and they just want them to be cute and silly and bumbling around as if the world isn't terrified of these things and there's no like, there's like these low stakes things where they're just goofing around and and then but also like they're trying to say but isn't it so tough that the Digimon have this crazy impact on society yeah. it's like like pick a lane and drive
1: that story don't Don't just try to be like, it is this way, we ignore it
2: whenever we want to,
1: but it is this way, we promise,
2: yeah. What the fuck do you think you're writing, children's entertainment, you know? Jesus. And, (laughs) And also, you
1: know, how about make those Digimon actually do some damage? I mean, they did in the last movie, you could argue, but in this one, it is, like, always like an open field or whatever and yet
2: the stakes uh, in this movie will get the highest of any digimon movie uh, we've uh, seen uh, so far so yeah
0: well there's no nuclear warhead in this movie joe so i'll I'll say that the most
2: important thing to me in this movie well all right let's let's let's
1: let's not go yeah there is an interesting turn that happens
0: all right so we have we have the spa day the spa day is dumb and really made me want to stop watching this movie
1: all the girls sneak into the guys uh spa room though when their digimon are running around and they say the men's room the forbidden realm (laughs) i I wonder if they have snacks they ask and then they sneak in always be (laughs) snacking you know and then while they're in there maymay says don't worry i can't see anything my glasses are all fogged up and then she pops her glasses up and looks straight down at Ty's dick, like straight down at it, and goes, Was that Ty oh, or was my- that... Oh,
0: shit. I don't know. It it's I th- one of them. I, I honestly can't remember. I, I thought, thought it was, it was Ty. Ty. I,
2: it might have been Ty. It, it doesn't matter. Ty, Izzy, or, or TK. Yeah, it was Izzy, or TK. It one was of those one of It was one of the 16 protagonists <laughs> in this film. You may <laughs> have noticed that this is the Digimon movie where everyone's hitting puberty. And yeah. uh Leomon, the, 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 the federal agents, they're <laughs> oh, all just...
1: that's the connection, Joe. Yeah, that you're yeah. right. It's, it's all about puberty. So bristling all the
0: sexuality. All coming the out. yeah. Oh my god. I like I like the idea that Leomon is like their sexual guide into like <laughs> into it's, it's sexual like, maturity. It's like the Netflix Big Mouth show. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right, exactly. <laughs> all right, kid, you gotta jerk off now. <laughs> um but uh, but uh, uh, you talk about like a bathing culture and bathhouses, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Nick. And when they walk into this 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 room, and it's 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 like part sauna, part locker room, part shower room. It's everything. And there is and there's Snack a bar. guy. <laughs> there's a guy sitting on a bench in in a in a configuration that almost resembles like the the uh, when you go to a uh, uh, a prison. And you go to speak to someone, uh, a family or friend that's an inmate, and they have the glass wall and stuff, and then they have, like, the the privacy dividers between you, but still just, like, a big, long bench. Uh, it's like that, but a sh- personal shower. Yeah. So he's just, like, sitting on this on this bench nude, and he has, like, a basin and, like, uh, a hose and some other stuff.
2: Are we ready to get out of this, sh- this spa scene? <laughs> I want to be past the spa scene. Because we're yeah, let's move on. Forward.
0: So they'd go to the spa. They leave the spa. Uh, oh, man.
2: Well, the the
0: only consequence of the spa,
1: right, is that uh, the the government says the reason that the Digimon are able to sort of be uh, out and about the way they are is because the government is sort of watching out for them and trying to make things okay for the Digimon. Like, trying to cover it up, I guess. Right. We love mm-hmm. governments yeah. in this
0: modern day and age. And well, Mr uh, <laughs> uh Mr. Nishijima, uh uh the teacher slash male government operative is speaking with uh Himi Himi? I think it's himi Um I honestly don't the, remember either agent? of their names. <laughs> yes. Yes. The female agent, um Agent Sass right and and he and he he is also just like a vehicle for like the dumbest like plot progression or like plot understanding like he just says something that's just mostly for the audience to like understand like that's this is the message that they're trying to drive home so he just directly asks uh uh himi after the spa day he's like do you think the kids are happy or unhappy <laughs> <laughs> and her response is just feelings will only get in the way of our mission and it's like these are these aren't even two-dimensional characters these are one-dimensional characters yeah. they represent one concept and then just repeat that concept ad nauseum till the end of time
2: that's what characterization is man that's, it's how, that's how you write that's how you write
0: characters you choose a trait,
1: <laughs> and then you repeat it where do we go after we let, uh, finally escaping this goddamn scene where do
0: we go so we have a we have a check in with Joe. Uh, hey guys, it's me, Joe. Hey. Uh, so far,
2: not a big fan of this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Joe is ignoring his Digimon so he can study for his preparatory exams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just to kind of like drive that home again, I, I forget what I have is the name of his Digimon written down somewhere else. Uh, uh, go, go, Gomamon. Yeah. Go um and he's just—that's what's going on with them. Uh, we get a cut to the lion furry uh, again. He is still fighting uh, Ogre in
2: the in the digital dimension. Okay, it's still in the digital dimension. Uh, still in the digital I, I, dimension. Yeah, I know a series of events. Uh, all right, continue. They on. bleed You're together good. when your
1: mind yes. is just numbed. This movie just sort of reduces you to a gelatinous paste. And all of the thoughts kind of slump into each other, mm-hmm. uh, so mm-hmm. it's very
0: hard to keep a timeline on this one. So they showed they show that uh, Leo Mon fighting Ogremont in the Digital Dimension. Soon after that, the uh, government ops spring into action because they know it's weird to tell how will they know when there's like a Digimon, like an infected Digimon incursion. Well, they talk like, what about are they it.
1: They talk about that at after this scene. So. The, so first, this scene happens where the government uh, has a bunch of military folks. there, ready to go when Ogre comes through and they're like, take aim at that digital monster. And they fire him up with a bunch of laser gun type things. I don't know. They're shooting electric bullets or yeah. something. Some sort of prepared Digimon. Yeah. Damage. But but after this scene, the kids are hanging out with the teacher uh, back at the school and he tells them we've developed a system to read um, some kind of interference. And basically we can track when a Digimon is going to emerge in this world and we can be there to. So he's just purely exposition mode in that scene. But he can basically say we can plan to be there before they come through and then we can deal with them. And one of the kids says, so you don't need us anymore? And right. without <laughs> missing a beat, he says, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like fucking done with you kids. Do not care about you or Thank your Digimon.
2: God. We yeah. are done. It Go to fuck home. Makes sense that you would want to c- create a solution yes. to fight to fighting invasions that does not involve using a bunch of kids and their pets <laughs> to, absolutely to fight. You want your technology to be able to nuke these bad boys. But it makes less sense that
1: you're like, but you kids keep your f- super fucking dangerous animal monsters
2: on you. It's fine. Yeah. <sighs> the argument, the, the, what it should have been portrayed as, is like, but you are a contingency. Like, you know, yeah, right. We, yeah, like we, we. We one thing we have to watch you because you have dangerous monsters, but also like we may actually need you. Like, there's a there's a yeah there's an interesting line to be pursued. They completely yes. whiff on on, yeah. on how this could be an interesting <laughs> psychological impact on kids or whatever, yep. right?
0: And 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 also they they pitch Mr. Nishijima as the guy that cares about the Digidestin, like he is like their yeah. protector. He is like we have to keep in mind their kids and they have goals, ambitions, and lives outside of like what we whatever utility we have for them. And just to be so rote, unless like that's a feint of some sort, it's like okay, I'm going to be cold. Uh, I'm going to I don't cold think demeanor. so
1: what what I think at best your best hope is that maybe it was just a translation thing there are there are a lot of scenes in this where the frames will hang on a still image of a character while someone is talking or in that moment what's really weird is it actually cuts to black because I feel like they didn't have any frames yes. that matched him saying that and they just filled it in and maybe the blackness is like boom, you're cut off, like it's a, a visual thing, but not not a great way to represent
0: that. If no, that's the it case, was, it was jarring, yeah, because it would it, it like cut to it cut to just his mouth or like the lower half of his face, yeah. that was vignetted yeah, and then that cut to black, and then him saying, "We don't need the digi destined." Um, so I kind of wonder if
1: there's a translation issue, like that is making that happen.
0: Um. But to 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 wrap up that fight that, that Ogremon was before, so Ogremon jumps down, military shoots at him, and then Leomon jumps out of the same portal, just kind of like grabs him, <laughs> yeah.
2: and then jumps back to the portal. <laughs> Leomon's big, strong arms are always <laughs> so reliable. Is,
1: it's also fucking classic Digimon logic. Even the adults have it where they're like, I guess we did it <laughs> like, <laughs> Just clapping each other on the back. Like, Let's get beers. Yeah. And now they're like, our, our defense system works. We don't need Digimon trainers anymore. We handled this. Well, right. clearly some outside force took care of it for them.
2: They were really excited about this technology. They had to fight this Digimon. Well, when, when I, mean, obviously we, we've already kind of got to the point that they didn't do shit, but yeah. they were like, all right, we've got these sweet guns. And they're going to, fuck up this digimon and it looked no different than like just assault rifles with bullets just like bouncing off of this thing and it being like "Ah." (laughs) and like did not seem to care but i guess that's kind of the point but i don't know i just the the government is so like laughably they're not a good they're not an interesting government they're just like, like that's the problem yeah blah at everything they do but also too central there's no
0: government real government apparatus like I don't like as much as I don't want the fucking like briefing room uh, scene where it's a bunch of uh, government officials sitting around a large oaken table
1: with like glasses on but there's like super bright lights so the glasses
0: just white out their eyes and dehumanize them (laughs) oh sure (laughs) like Like, yeah you can take it super anime but like even like I I was thinking like suicide squad esque, where it's just Mm. like Mm. okay here's chief of staff and then here's the head of the army head of the navy whatever whatever and then they have like a big like situation screen that tells them what's going on they're all reading dossiers like I don't want that yeah but but right now right now the entire government government slash military apparatus is these two government operatives and then a gaggle of infantrymen that shot a couple laser guns at a digimon and that's it and i have no concept of like what is the structure of this like what like what is what is their goal what is like are these like x files like crackpots like perceived by the rest of the government apparatus it's like okay we're gonna give you some funding and then get the fuck out of my office uh I don't know if we need all that, but at least i I just well, all what, I see is like what two we're people, given two is p- hollow. Yeah. Right. I have I have two I see two people. I've see I see two adults suffering from uh some hormone deficiencies running around uh fighting some digital monsters. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: okay, so we have that scene. We have Mr. Nishijima in his uh recolorized Steven Universe shirt telling one of the they are no longer needed. Uh we then have this uh school festival planning. Where a uh, school festival is going to happen because again we need some sort of like normalization subplot of them still being in high school trying to be kids while dealing with the apocalypse, yeah. So they have it's it's basically like yearbook club, but instead of yearbook they have like this giant festival that like
2: He's like, mostly food is the, the what it ultimately ends up being,
0: yeah. In like some other events, I mean, it seems like I don't know, it seems like it costs a lot of money given what, like, what <laughs> really happens, really big, yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, I wouldn't trust high schoolers to put something like this together, but uh, apparently, every year they have some sort of cafe and they, I guess, they just r- retrofit a, a classroom to be like a, a cafe to serve food, yeah. And uh, Mimi's in the room for the planning, and so is May May, Mako. And Mimi jumps up and she wants to plan and do the cafe. Um, and she goes, have any of you heard of daters? And everyone goes, daters, what's that? And then the, the, guy, the kid in front of the class is sitting, sitting there on his laptop. He's like, oh, I'll look it up. And then projects that onto the screen at the front of the classroom. And what it is is basically a bunch of Hooters waitresses. Yes. In scantily clad clothing. Well,
1: they're they're in like cheerleader sweaters. So they've yeah. really taken they've taken an interesting angle with this, clearly parodying Hooters, but also going with like 1950s, like roller sure. girl. Like Johnny Johnny Rockets yeah. kind of thing. And and definitely endowing these particular sweaters. <laughs> right. Like yeah. they're there's some full sweaters for a kid's animated movie. Um and and they're like, look, everyone loves these cheerleaders. They're called cheerleaders. They don't make people sad, and it's a super fun time. Let's dress our girls up as whores, and I mean <laughs> cheerleaders, and
0: uh, and I, 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 <laughs> I also like it's like my dad used to take me there. She should not say this, but like the implication of like how how are you so exposed to this like <laughs> this yeah. Hooters restaurant? I mean, I went to Hooters in high
1: school. So, oh, you know, well, it I happens. Too.
2: I actually even took pictures. It was my um, uh, my friend who owned a company that his dad owned a company that made cars for movies. He he, well, he took us to do a photo shoot with his we, we, we a bunch of high schoolers and hooters girls and his and the cars. And so somewhere out there, there's there's a picture of middle school Joe, <laughs> <laughs> eyeball heighted boobies yeah um, <laughs> give it a big old thumbs up i'm pretty sure i was i'm pretty sure that was the gist of it yeah like the, every, look look at all these kids doing little thumbs ups.
1: <laughs> my experience as a very shy kid at hooters in high school was that the waitresses loved it because they can say anything they want to you and you're just going to go oh yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and they they you know they don't feel any pressure they could just kind of tease sure. you and play with you and then they can right. leave uh, They're like
0: this, this kid's not gonna sexually harass me. Yeah,
1: so that gonna uh, hang yeah. around this table. It seemed like a pretty good time. <laughs> I've n- I've never been to a Hooters. I've never been. It's not special. How are the wings? I hear the wings are all right. Salty, too salty. Really? I, uh, yeah. So many better places to
2: get wings than Hooters. The mozzarella sticks are okay, but I mean, wh- where aren't they okay?
0: Okay, so Mimi wants to recreate Hooters in her high school classroom,
2: which is a it's a weird thing to accept that like as a, like the staff the teacher doing, didn't yeah, okay. say anything the teacher but was also, like, i guess well, we have to yeah she's like no other students have any ideas i guess we're <laughs> hooters <laughs> <laughs> but also like none of the other students objected to the idea like i mean like later they will but yes like, that's a like, big problem with this plot for me it's
1: like everyone's so silent when it happens well all the guys in the room are like okay that's yeah, true yeah, I, 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 <laughs> they did i re-listened to that segment because as they're looking at the hooters girls and she's like talking and it's like voice her voiceover starts sort of showing a fantasy version of the girls all dressed in the similar outfits um <laughs> there's like this just like commotion of the guys in the room and they're like oh, i guess i could adjust to it it would be all right <laughs> like they're playing it very close they're not like they're not jumping on it they're not like yeah let's do it they're like I guess I could handle if these girls were <laughs> dressed like Hooters Girls. <laughs>
0: uh Daters girls, please. Daters. daters girls, yeah. Uh then we have Mimi and May May going shopping for the the planned outfits because they have to they have to create the outfits for the uh the the knockoff Hooters. Uh there's a exchange here that I really like where <laughs> Mimi holds up an article of clothing and may may goes, is that a handkerchief? (laughs) It is.
1: It is a very tiny, tiny piece of fabric that she's trying to suggest this other girl wears as a dress. Um, But yeah, I, I, I don't know why, I guess that's what this movie is. It's them. Like Joe said, coming into puberty. So there's a bizarre sexualization that feels completely inappropriate. Like it doesn't push it's never explicit, but it's always like the whole time I'm just uncomfortable with it.
0: It really it really boggles the mind of like why it's there and like we're I mean, I think us three are so desensitized to sexualization in anime at this point uh, due to the films yeah. we've watched. Yes, and it, it's That's just true. T- Thankfully,
1: <laughs> there's no shower scene with like bizarre physics, <laughs> you know, yes, yes.
2: <laughs> um, I would love a Leomon shower scene, though.
1: <laughs> next movie.
2: Well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> all one, right. One can only what, hope. But, what, uh, what happens next in this plot?
0: All right. So there's another Digimon incursion, uh, which gets really confusing because... Uh, so... so Izzy is still like their their Q type, right? Like so, he he now. I'm very confused on this. So like we talked about the servers, he like he stands up for the Digimon, uh, last episode, but he also has like his own like corner office at like no. some company. No, is that not what that is? Because I thought the exact same thing. I was but looking he said at that it. He has a
1: job. That might be true, but I was looking at his office and I was like. How does he have this luxurious office space? Because that's exactly what it made me think of. Because it looks like he's got like plate glass windows behind him. They do a cutaway shot of it from a distance, and they're just outside at some gazebo. They're not in an office. They are outside what? in a gazebo, and what looks like plate glass windows are just the spaces between the the are the, the the legs of the gazebo. I don't know what you call those. The supports. Sure. The columns. Yeah. At, it totally blew my mind because I was convinced it was inside of an office space as well.
0: But what about the server racks that are in there? I don't know. I, I Maybe there's two spaces. Yeah, I'm thinking of one where he has like the, the three, the, the six monitors set up and he has the okay. desk and then there's like the long like row. There's like two rows of like leather chairs that all the Digimon sit You're on right. with the tables. You're That's right. not a gazebo. That would be a very. It's just. Audacious that, it's just that the shots must be
1: similar then, because there's a gazebo shot for sure that I was like, "Whoa!" It blew my mind when I saw that it was a gazebo. Yeah. So I would
0: like to. I would like to take a full server rack right and then just put it in a the gazebo. Middle of a gazebo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. Yeah. No one's gonna mess with this. Weather
0: can't yeah. be a problem. It's got a roof. All right. Well, that's. I'm real dumb. <laughs> 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 it's fine i was i was i was getting worried i was like Did i completely misinterpret that scene no, but anyways, you're right for some reason izzy has i think like he has a he has some weird because he's a tech whiz he's a tech genius he has like convinced some some tech company to like give him a job and he also has this private giant yeah. office and these server racks that are like themselves behind glass within the within the office. But the, the whole point I brought that up is that Izzy still is like their kind of like coordinator and he is able to track the uh, the disturbances the same way the government yeah. is able to track the disturbances. So there is another incursion that happens and he messages all the DigiDestined and so they all or, or you know a handful of them try to go and intervene. So we have Ty biking over there on his bicycle. We have Matt going over there on his moped. We have uh, Mimi and and may the coming from shopping to go uh, intervene and then we have joe and joe uh gets the message while he is like again you know walking his bike towards a school um to like i guess study or take another exam or do something and this is when we start seeing the the first kind of pings of like a combination of like guilt and anxiety and like frustration of yeah. joe like not that dude's depressed yeah well he's not answering the call so he feels like he's letting his friends down he also feels like he's letting his family down because he's not doing well in these these exams um but like he gets a text i think he gets a call at some point um so a fight starts kind of like on this like little island in the in the bay uh where ogerman shows up again it is ogerman right it's not someone it else. is ogerman Yeah. and mimi and may may are the first to arrive uh on the scene and uh uh <laughs> ty is biking and he gets passed by matt on his moped and then there is just this silent shot of them both looking at each other and then matt silently getting on the back of the moped and then they just kind of like putter off together (laughs) without talking to one another because apparently they're still mad since the end of yeah which feels real dumb because it seemed like that emotional story completed right right well i mean there's not a lot of other tales to tell here so why not <laughs> dig back in somehow i think that's not true i think you've got eight characters you've got enough tales to
1: tell well i i
0: i, I don't know I, I i i don't like relying on just being like well it's bad writing or like the writers are bad at their jobs or whatever sure, but fair like, enough there's Give a, a reason of, there's there's a lot of like come on yeah like, come on <laughs> what are we doing yeah bad lots of yeah. time wasting yeah well it's, and it's why i got i got excited for joe subplot because it's like oh there's 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 there is some meat here there is some like yes. they're doing they're 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 spinning something up here but so mimi and may they go to the they get to the island ogerman is there he's gonna start causing trouble we get two news helicopters flying overhead um and uh mimi throws out her pokeball and unleashes her digimon yeah against izzy's orders i guess they're not real orders they don't have a
1: hierarchy like that but izzy
0: says don't do it
1: mimi says i'm gonna show the world that there are good digimon and so she yeah she throws out her weird plant guy girl yeah
0: palmon yeah um palmon then digivolves into togemon which is the cactus guy with boxing with gloves red boxing gloves um, and then he does his signature move it's like spike attack spike rush he plays he plays some Valorant. i think needle needle something something like that i don't, yeah. I don't
1: remember needle spray needle bash needle green needle brainstorm
0: yes and which just shoots his the cactus needles in all directions just like there's no like concentrated fire it's just like it's a spread yeah. everyone must die <laughs> right which pings the rotors of one of the helicopters <laughs> and cr- it crashes into the
2: water good job mimi you did it but i but the digi destined do not get any credit for doing anything good in these fights they also don't get any cre- any uh, blame for doing anything bad yeah, this is all but that's that the, dumb
1: cactus. The story <laughs> claims that they should be getting blamed for the bad things they do. Like the that should have been bad. a beat. Well, yes. <laughs> but that should have gone that should have evolved into it should have uh into a story beat where, you know, we we learn that like people are afraid of these digimon. We know that that's a thing? But like here's evidence to back it up and it changes something. Like new action is taken because one of the Digi Destin's Digimon nearly killed people, right. then now the government can step in and claim yeah. those Digimon or something. Where,
0: where are the Where are the Sokovia Accords for for the right. Digimon?
1: Right. And I know that I'm just like harping on stories that have existed, like you're saying, Dylan. Like, we've seen that story before, but these are the logical expectations if you're going to hint at your your Batman Snyderverse issues with Superman. Yeah. Um, and and they just hint at them, but then don't follow through. Yeah, it's just, it's just not a plot they care about telling. They yeah. don't care about telling that story. But they keep referencing it. Right. Like, it's the motivation for this battle for some reason that Mimi needs to show the world how good they are. But when she fails to do that and, in fact, causes the opposite to happen, no follow-up. Maybe next movie. Maybe next movie they'll reference back to this and be like, I'm that reporter and I almost died. I demand all Digimon be imprisoned.
0: It's gonna be by the end of the of the of the sixth movie. It's gonna be all the destins staring in like different corners, just reminiscing about the ways they almost killed people. So yeah. it's gonna be like Ty thinking about that cell phone. It's gonna be Mimi thinking about a helicopter. Even better. We'll get the
1: payoff for this in the new movie that's gonna be coming out when the, they're all oh, they're all like super old and they're reminiscing on this stuff, and then like a a door opens or a bomb goes off. Everybody's got that, like, Saving Private Ryan earring thing. They're, like, on the ground. They're like, what's going on? And then in walks fucking news reporter. <laughs> <What is
0: that? laughs>
1: like, news reporter number two. Yeah. You killed my partner ten years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Now go put you in the ground. Yeah. The digi ground. Oh. You better start
1: digi in the hole. All right. you For your grave. For your digi grave. Yeah. <laughs> You guys gotta get it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, it's you made right. a sensible joke. All right, all right, all right. Uh, it didn't. Uh, but let's move forward. Uh, what happens
0: next, Dylan? Help me. Uh, uh, uh bu- 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 Help me. Help me. Uh, um. Okay. All right. We have a bu- 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 bu. All right. So we get we get another shot of uh, this mysterious figure. Uh, watching uh the goings on at some points. No
1: information, just shots of him.
0: What just they, they they cut back to school at one point, yeah. and someone runs out of the school. Oh oh, I remember now. I remember now. All right, so we get back to a school day after this because because when the the fight goes to shit, Mimi shows up on, on TV somehow. I for I forget. I guess they zoom in on her, or they they attribute the the down helicopter to her. Um, so she's in school. And she overhears uh, these girls talking behind her, and they're like, "Oh my god, is that the is that was that the girl that was on TV?" Is that her? Is that, was that, was that? And uh, she's like, "Which I liked because if people were talking about behind my back, I wouldn't be brave enough to confront them." But she turns around and she's just like, "Hey, you shouldn't talk behind people's backs." Yeah, this
2: is this is where I think the movie is effective to me more than the other movies is like, I feel like the characterization that happens here. Even though it's not like particularly deep, it is effective. Like they, they at several points in this movie show what kind of character Mimi is through the way she approaches like volunteering for things and the way she interacts with people. She's very like gung ho and, and, and upfront and like, well, she, like when you she, have
1: a one note character, it's easy to harp on that note, right? Like you can just have her always step up and be forward with things. But on there a is like a vulnerability basis. to her
2: too. Yes, like, I, I don't know that. Like she's definitely the the most complex character in this movie. Uh, more so than Joe, I think. Um, Joe, I actually. I found disagree people, with I that. I don't, if, I don't know if I agree. Yeah, I but. disagree
1: with that. But I I think she has a strong personality trait, and that is both a strength and a vulnerability. Like you said, I think that makes for a character you can tell a story with. Um, and and I think the same kind of goes for Joe, but. Um.
2: Uh, I guess it, the difference, like her, maybe maybe it's because her personality quirk is more animated and more attention grabbing, and also yeah. leads to her interacting with people. Um, it makes her scenes kind of more dynamic and interesting. Joe yeah. so often feel like, ugh, move on. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care about this guy. Yeah, I can agree with that too. Actually, I can see that. I just think his
0: emotional catharsis, uh, within this, the the pathos, I think works
2: better for me it's i i think i like the yeah i like the idea of joe's like in so many cases i like the idea of what they could have done with something some of these things mm-hmm. better than the execution but anyways so mimi yeah she, she tells she tells these girls, hey you know tell that to my back face <laughs> tell that to my face <laughs> um
0: and, and then as soon as she says that she then gets confronted by uh, another set of girls uh because mimi and may may when they had their like shopping spree before they before they did that fight may may does like a like super well rendered like fashion design drawing like up to the fact it's like oh it's like one of those tall slender like faceless figures like modeling the clothing because if you're an introvert you're
1: guaranteed to have powerful marketable skills (laughs) that like if you don't you must be a piece of shit, right? Like you gotta have like either you're a socialite or you're skilled. You you know, you can't right. just be someone who's normal. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's you, you have to be
0: you either you have to be you have to be the Steve Jobs or you have to be the Steve Wozniak. It's yeah. like come on. Yeah. Um but so uh Mimi's like that drawing's perfect. Uh, that's what we'll model the 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 Hooter's clothing after. And and it's just like it's just a like you said, Nick, like it was like a generic kind of cheerleader outfit. With the sweater and the skirt but she gets confronted with the drawing which i don't know if that was the original drawing or she like made copies i don't know how they got it yeah but she's but the two girls are like we're not wearing this and she and Mimi's Fair like enough. uh <laughs> and then they call her a narcissist and she doesn't know what that means so then they have to define what a narcissist is to her and then she gets upset and she leaves the school and what happens
2: when the anime character gets upset you
0: have to have it rain. She
2: doesn't just leave. She, she, cause she, 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 she gets confronted. She goes to Mei Mei, whatever the other one is. Mei Mei, yeah, and, and, and the FBI agent, and they're like, we made cheerleading outfits. And she's like, not, you got, not gonna happen. Uh, that's not, she, that, that's, that
0: was Kari. That wasn't, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, I don't think agent. that was the oh, FBI Kari. agent. But,
2: you know, okay. Yeah. Or also, not the FBI in Japan, but yeah. Um, <laughs> equally <laughs> relevant characters, but JBI. Um, so she does have a moment where she's also like, you can tell she's she's upset because she she's like even like I can't even like um, tell Mei what's up in this moment, and then she storms out, and then it's yeah, then it's raining.
1: It's a really weird framing on that shot when she goes in to tell Mei Mei about how she's not going to be able to use the outfit that she's designing because they've got her like framed with her back to the you know camera quote unquote, and the other girls like looking at her very small and like worried about it because they're like seated. And that's like a shot you usually associate with like some kind of abuse about to happen. Like I'm the powerful angry thing and I'm going to come down on you. And she kind of does. She yells at them, but then she She just runs bad that she,
2: she upsets the other person too.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a weird dynamic how they use that shot. And I don't know if it's, I wonder what made them choose that shot. If they were like, we want to make her seem like she's going to go off the deep end, but then she turns vulnerable or if they just didn't think about it at all <laughs> and they were just
0: like she's standing here with her back this way well what's funny is that the writers i feel like the writers and the characters both realize like hey if we push may may Mako too far she's just going to be this ball of anxiety that you're not going to be able to play off really well because we've always established her as a very nervous character mm-hmm. that if like she gets into a situation that's too tense she just, she freezes up or she sneezes is like her other character trait. She sneezes if she gets anxious. Um, So it's like every character that like tries to confront her or like gets frustrated at her or like snaps at her, which isn't a lot. It's like Mimi and then maybe another character. They immediately back off because I think like, there's some there's amount of like uh, the writers and the characters becoming one where they all realize yeah like, fuck if we like go into a confrontation with this character it's not gonna nothing's gonna happen there's gonna be no interesting uh scenes with that we've because, written
1: ourselves into a corner basically i guess
0: yeah hmm. um so mimi runs off she runs down to the harbor where joe happens to be and joe's like hey this is my sad spot go find your own <laughs> yeah. um but they have this heart to heart basically like and they 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 crack some jokes at each other and Mimi's talking about Mimi asks "Is like hey am I a narcissist and Joe's like uh, I'll plead the fifth um, actually yeah Joe's response is more narcissistic when I mean, he's like
1: you might be a narcissist but I'm worse <laughs> like he's like more like what what about me and how dark and sad i am because he's he's just stressed about school and like the again the digimon life kind of calling to him all the time when he needs to be focused on his studies and and that's where he's at he's clearly like he's spider-man too well (laughs) he's an anxious character as well his anxiety just doesn't present in the like cutesy ways that may may gets it's instead this like you know, repressed personality. I think a lot of nerds, myself included, can relate to that. Like just feeling bottled up, I guess, because, you know, all of your your shit feels like it would be annoying to explain to people kind
0: of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like you don't like the, the the mechanisms, the bureaucracy that you exist in currently, whether it's your your friend group or like school or whatever.
1: Yeah. So I feel like that was like potential for the most interesting story. What I wanted to see Is they take that story and they fully explore it and they find mechanisms to deal with that and also tie those mechanisms into actually living in this Digimon world as well. Like have those plots matter. And instead it's kind of like it just leads up to the Digimon plot, and then the Digimon plot happens and he has to get over his shit. (laughs) Like hey. Which is kind of what happened with Ty too. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. You're, you're you're setting up the potential for a story, and then you're saying, the way that you fix your problems is you just fucking get over it and deal with the P- Digimon yeah. War, all but right? That's in,
0: that's in <laughs> and of itself interesting, right? Because that's, that's... How many times have you gotten that advice in your life, where it's like someone just being like... Well, you do. Just it's not like, good advice, though. Exactly. No, no, it's terrible advice, but I'm saying, like, how many times in your life have you had someone usually a... I'm going to just go ahead and say a hyper a hyper masculine yeah, figure yeah. or like it be like you
2: just got to just got nut yeah. up and do yeah. it. Walk it off, kiddo. It's but it, it like it definitely also like leaves these stories feeling very like uh unresolved. Yeah. yeah, the endings have no weight. Like already I don't care about the Digimon plot side of it like or the 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 fancy plot, but like there's no emotional catharsis either because it's avoided. It's like here's a bigger distraction. Mm -hmm. that 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 plot line is over now because it has to be and it's yeah uh, it's it's bullshit (laughs) (laughs) this is fucking bullshit yeah uh where where do we go after this 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 meeting of our two (laughs) protagonists we get some sad joe goes back to studying um
1: the the digimon all hang out they go nuts on some donuts that's a that's a line that gets said it's, uh,
0: I, I was i was okay with it uh, <laughs> uh joe's digimon uh gomamon uh leaves joe a note or no he sends him a text because yeah. i guess the digimon has either has a phone or i guess or you can just, he can just hijack yeah you can just do that um but he says you know thanks for all the fish and leaves joe and that makes joe even more distraught yeah um we then so yeah which is definitely like
1: when you're dealing with anxiety and stress like your friends abandoning you is a thing that feels like the worst thing in the world right like even if they do it in a healthy way sometimes it can be bad but especially if they do it where it's like you don't understand me anymore and they leave each other entirely like
0: if you feel like it's your fault then yeah there's an emotional story there
1: that's compelling that we just don't explore
0: (laughs) enough I think they, but I mean, they get, they get, close. I mean, maybe they don't get close, but like they get, they get, they get closer to that than they have with other stories perhaps, that they've tried, perhaps, um, which is why I, I, there's, there's a follow through, Yeah, but I don't think there's a follow through to some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're eating donuts. All the Digimon are eating donuts at Izzy's office. Izzy is basically watching all of the Digimon because right now it's school festival time, so so because the girls told me they're not wearing those outfits they've decided on like this kind of like this uh uh kind of more conservative it's just like a white button up shirt with a with a bow tie and then like a blue apron over top well,
1: it's sort of a like classic japanese schoolgirl not sexualized outfit just skirt and blouse right yeah i think they're
0: wearing an apron too yeah because the I whole maid correctly. cafe
1: thing is like all wrapped up in that so yeah sure,
0: sure. So, but Mimi is standing outside the Hooters, the fake Hooters door, and she's about to go inside, and, you know, she's like, oh, I guess I'm going to do this, and she's dressed up in the normal outfit, and then Maymay walks up, and Maymay is wearing the scantily clad cheerleader outfit that they designed together. It's kind of like a kimono cheerleader hybrid, in a way. I can see that. Yeah, it's it's like got like a bow Asian, on
1: Asian-influenced cheerleader outfit, yeah. But the point is, it's hers, she made it with these other girls. She says you designed it, such and such, Carrie, Kari, whoever, uh, did, you know, actually created it. I drew the thing, and I'm going to model it, and and I it's, can. It's a yeah, touching it's, moment. It's a catharsis of that story, right? Like, right. Things came to a head. The outgoing one bottled herself up and gave in to the crowd, and the shy one rose up to help her. Nice, very nice. Fine. No Digimon needed. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And and they They certainly didn't use a mouth and
0: then cut the black. Yeah. (laughs) No Digimon needed. Um, and then she has one for Mimi, and Mimi puts it on, and so they bravely go into the cafe together, dressed in not the proper uniform. Everyone else is wearing the other uniform, and they are wearing the the Hooters uniform um and then they they serve the food in the fake cafe which i don't i would never want to even if it was like some fundraising school festival thing i would never want to eat food in a classroom really that was made by high school kids well i mean this food like looks legitimately good which yeah. again i've never experienced that like where are they cooking it? like do they have like a hot plate like how are they making this yeah. food uh like there's like a, a short stack of pancakes they bring out and i'm like that looks pretty good but how are you making this? I don't know if it's an actual, like, sort of
1: Japanese high school thing or if it's just an anime Japanese high school thing, but they do it in Hadaful Boyfriend as well, where there's, like, a maid cafe in the school. and oh, okay.
2: It feels like they have outside, like, organizations, like, you know, like local businesses yeah. or whatever come in and probably help bring equipment, whatever. Yeah. That, that's what well, my guess would be. That was my reference. Oven. I remember in sixth grade, I had to do a project
1: for. Greece was our like grade level project. Everyone had to do something Grecian. Uh, and there was like. Oh,
0: a, oh, oh, Greece, the. Not ancient the musical. Greece. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah.
1: Not John Travolta. Right, yeah. No one had it's to come on Olivia and John. So uh, the whole point being that like we did like this food night thing and like all these sixth graders brought in food and mostly all of our parents made it. But it was good, it was a good time. Yeah. So it Some happens baklava. even in America. We did have baklava; it was delicious. There was two trays of baklava. One contained yeah. one contained alcohol, and they only the parents could have it. And my grandma snuck me a piece. So, did it taste any good? It was fine, but like it was probably cooked out. I, I just so. don't know why. Uh, yeah, I'm sure actually that's true, but like I don't know why they first of all decided to bring an alcoholic ish thing to a to a school function but also why my grandma was like
0: they can't tell me
1: (laughs) took a piece for me
0: i i once as a as a kid accidentally ate some rum cake and that was the biggest mistake i've ever made did you get like messed up no that like alcoholic like food that contains alcohol it's not alcoholic because it cooks yeah no it just tastes terrible okay i was like it It was the grossest tasting
2: food i ever had it I don't know rum cake. I guess is uh, it depends on how. I mean, I don't like it. alcohol in general, so sure, I'm not sure, sure. Someone well, to... I mean, but like, there's a lot of different f- flavor. It's it's a whole world. It's a whole world of things. <laughs> a whole world of of, um, of rum cake. We are. I mean, way I like, off like topic. I, for instance, like I love s- sauce. This is more exciting than Digimon. I love sauces <laughs> made with wine. You know, like like sure. The, but yeah, I do too. Like uh, I like a nice. But wine nice... has so many robust flavors in it. Yeah, that yeah, are not yeah, just yeah, the yeah, alcohol. Yeah. Well, I guess right. that's my point, though. Well, I mean. Alcohol is never really the flavor, it's right? Like, Joe's right.
0: purposely trying to run us off the rail so we don't have to talk about Digimon anymore. All right, so I'm going to I'm drive kinda, us back. I was kind of so, with him.
2: In, the best part of of this movie, the uh, abs, well, no, the second best part of this movie. Leo Mon has been hanging out with the 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 Digimon, right? Yeah, yes. and he's now been he's been, he's babysitting all the little Mons, all the little level one forms of the Mons, and they're like, we want to go to that festival, so. They all clamber, clamber on there. They all look at Leomon. He's like, I don't get it. What are you trying to do? And they all clamber on him. They're all surrounding him, getting cute. And he's like, what's happening? And then he looks at one of their eyes and it's like googly eyes. And he's Specifically
0: like, Mako's eyes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The
2: other cat Mon. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and he's like, so cute. And the big old heart, like A cartoon heart lead. bulges out of his chest. Yeah, And it is. Which is weird
1: because we don't get any like. I mean, that's, like, that cartoon heart I associate to, like, Tex Avery American cartoons. I don't really associate that with anime typically in the first there's, place.
0: There's a couple of stuff like that, though, in this.
2: Yeah, like, anime often has the things where, like, you know, characters well, are, like... Well, yeah, certainly. There are these sort of nine
1: diegetic, like, like floating hearts and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Or the big vein on the forehead. Yeah, But
2: no, no, you're right. Like, the heart stretching out is definitely, like, almost a very Western, like... yeah tradition of animation either way it's it, it works for yeah. this like the Digimon are already cartoonish silly things anyhow and uh yeah. Leomon is a, a bulging f- uh, ball of feline eroticism and um, <laughs> and uh, but he's got these cute little critters with him and he's like fuck I gotta, I gotta take him to that festival I got like, we gotta
0: it. wear our PPEs we yeah. have to wear our, yeah. our masks true, yeah.
2: for like um, 10 seconds and then they of don't of course none of the masks looked like we're we're not protecting their breaths like their mouths were way too big for those masks. So like Agumon
0: has one and it's like his snout is like it's covering like the first like
2: four teeth and then like the side of his mouth is not working. But they immediately give up on wearing masks or having any pretensive disguises because nothing matters in this world. And they decide to just run amok in this festival. Anyhow, um, so, uh, I mean, the, the basic shenanigans that happen are they try to get into a competition to get some free food and then end up getting discovered by the by the kids again, uh, the digidescent. And, wow, what what happens from there? What, 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 what? So, the uh, while this is happening, concurrently with this, we have
0: the government agents show up because, obviously, Mr. Nishijima works for the school. Himi, I guess, has just been keeping tabs. So, they come and then they go to the, the maid Hooters Cafe to get some food. <laughs> he, he me sees Mimi dressed up in the yeah it's Mimi me, Mimi me, me, me. <laughs> uh, she sees uh Mimi dressed up in the in the in the cheerleader uniform, and she goes you know who would enjoy this <laughs> yeah. Izzy would and she takes a uh, semi-candid photo of of Mimi who's like doing like a a cheerleading like cheer like as part of like her the entertainment for the the cafe and she sends that photo to izzy and then izzy free he's like i gotta go to the school festival yeah and then that's why he leaves all the the digimon in yeah uh, leomon's care and then when he he when he goes inside of the the maid cafe the first thing he sees is mimi and then in like the most direct sexualization they have done outside of leomon but in the direct sexualization <laughs> of a character they've done in this in this show so far is they they take a they have two shots of mimi they have a shot of her chest and they have a shot of her her hips and then izzy allegedly comes in his pants <laughs> given the face he makes uh and then and Hemi is like well did my job introduce this child to his sexual awakening (laughs) my job is done and then i've seen him through puberty (laughs) right (laughs) now i'm done she leaves the room um and so while the digi the digimon are doing this competition which is like the cute or creepy creature costume competition that's something alliterative like that yeah uh the government operatives are just like kind of like patrolling around, and then Hemi looks up at the top of the roof of one of the buildings and sees the mysterious figure again, yep. uh, standing there. And then she goes Ken, as if we're supposed to know what that means. And then I don't know, something happens like a flag billows in front of the spot she was looking at, and then it goes away, and it's he's gone. Um, so. Now we're all yeah. cut up to now the Digidestin know that their Digimon are here. They confront their Digimon and like wagging their fingers. You shouldn't do that.
1: There is one small thing that happened. Or not small, but important thing that happens here, which is they gather their, their Digimon up. But Mako, the cat, has gotten bored in the maid cafe and slipped away. So Mako is alone while the others are all sort of gathered
0: up um so she is alone she's kind of like wandering around by herself she <laughs> again similar to the the very f- one of the first shots or one of the shots in the first movie where you see a disembodied hand kind of like come out of yeah. blackness to yeah. grab someone there's a, a black just a black screen and then two arms yes. just kind of reach out of it to imply like this like uh devious intent and grab uh Mako Mon and it is uh Himi, the female government operative.
1: Which I can't figure out what happens, and maybe I just like blanked out and missed something. How does Mako then end up in peril after Himi has found her?
0: So Himi finds her and Mako Mon is like, oh I'm so sorry. I was just really hungry uh because we're Digimon and I guess all we do is eat now. Um <laughs> and uh is is like oh that's fine let's go get some crepes and so she takes her back outside that's right sets her down like in the rear of the school where none of the festival is happening so she's alone and she's like i'll be right back i'm gonna get some crepes and as she when she leaves another disturbance happens and another rift opens up right izzy, behind her yeah right izzy and then also mr nishijima uh both become aware of it because they're all monitoring it uh Mr. Nishijima tells he me because she's like in the festival grounds like at the food stalls and she's like oh my god i left i left makamond down back there and they all run over yes feels
1: like a lot of moving pieces for what could have happened at any time sure. like <laughs> yes that disturbance i guess had to open in the right place i don't know it just feels like the person who ends up grabbing her being that like I guess I guess we're calling him Ken, the guy in the leather yes. jacket. Yes, couldn't he have just shown up and grabbed Man at any time ever? <laughs> like,
0: well, I think her being alone helps, because uh, I mean they seem rarely alone, and I think that you yeah. just didn't know from that end of the last movie that uh Makomon. Yeah, I mean, they 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 imply throughout the course of this entire movie that like Mako Mon is like the one being sought after for some reason,
1: which is disappointing because I wanted to call that it was actually Mako who was going to be special in some way. Nope, Mm -hmm. she's not special. Just her Digimon, she's not special. special. Yeah, not special at all. So Mako Mon gets grabbed by Ken. Ken, the human, has some ability to exit the digital world through the disturbance. uh, Grab the digimon and then walk back into the portal into the digital world we really don't understand how ken does this at any point have we have we and i'm just not remembering for sure have we seen humans go into the digital world in previous movies yeah
0: okay tie tie and uh what Matt? Do, what do they have to do to do that they just go in well yeah well in the first digimon movie that's all that happens Isn't that like Joe- avatars
2: or something though
0: but yeah i mean they, they're ever present they have like screens that they can peer in but and in the first digimon movie if you guys recall which i guess you guys don't but if you recall that they get so emotional about the pain that their digimon are going through they phase into the computer somehow um oh. and and i think joe's because i mean we keep going back about the idea of like whether or not the during the show they ever actually that's went to the digital world. next I'm, that's, that's, I'm pretty sure they do i'm pretty sure they do Okay, I'm pretty sure they do. So
1: it's not particularly <laughs> a unique ability that this guy can do that. What he can do however is that when the Agumon, no, Gomamon, Gomamon, Gomamon and yes. the plant that I uh, can connect- uh, Pal- Power Palmon, Palmon run into the digital world um and then Leomon follows after having like he has a weird, like crippling—I uh I don't know—PTSD
0: or virus effect or something. Well, they try to do the corruption thing on him, like yeah. they try to make him affected
2: inefe- He did you mind? I d- I just want to just to clarify. I looked it up. um The first episode description is: seven kids at summer camp are mysteriously transported to another reality where they meet yeah. strange creatures. And then, like okay. the first season, is them like traveling through that so world. the very first. But they episode. are protecting like, both worlds from the beginning
0: okay like like the uh and i remember there's like a brief like flashback in the second movie where they show like ty walking through some like digitized ancient egyptian ruins like trying to avoid like enemy digimon so that's basically the only frame that's sticking in my head that makes me know that oh they have been in the digital world outside that one occurrence in the first movie okay all right so
1: liamon charges in after them after he regains himself and he's like don't worry." Nothing bad's going to happen. I'm going to take care <laughs> of them. And I'm the big bad daddy. I'm yeah. going to save the little kids, <laughs> big leather strap daddy. <laughs> um, so he gets in and then all the other Digimon show up only to find that there there is a barrier now in place on the portal. They can still kind of see in it as it's closing, but they can't go through it. Uh, so they have to monitor the whole fight through Izzy's laptop. Um, but the uh, the low little level low level forms of the plant and the seal um and the big powerful lion man all fight this
0: what like purple space dragon thing yes yeah, it's, it's an imperial dragomon something like that dragomon
2: yes
1: i'm
0: trying i'm trying to
2: no, like, parse my you're notes probably, probably like, <laughs> right it has like <laughs> snow like arctic theme but then it says things like arctic blast and it just throws spiky metal balls at people
0: oh that's not the we're not talking about that we're talking about the enemy
2: digimon that they're fighting oh you're talking about uh, yeah no i'm thinking of the evolved form of the seal right yeah okay i got i I did get it mixed up look i i really hate the fights (laughs) yeah
1: this one in particular was one of the most bland fights because it's just attacks being thrown and called and then they mostly splash off of the thing's armor or whatever. It doesn't Until really don't. feel. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Joe has received notification from someone. He gets a text or something.
0: Yeah. Tinder
1: alert. Yeah. Tinder. bling. Yeah, someone has <laughs> swiped left on your Digimon. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Leomon wants to fuck. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, yes.
1: uh, so Joe is like, oh, shit. Uh, my Pokemon who I told I hate now and didn't want to be a part of anymore. Oh,
0: he did say that. All right. He
1: didn't say that. But uh, the, the one I had a falling out with is in trouble. I better put away all my shit and stop studying and go deal with this. And he does. Um, so he arrives. Uh, Mimi is renewed from her experience with Maymay. She arrives and they both yell at Izzy's laptop really loud. Which apparently is the value of having a (laughs) Digi-Destined, because the two lesser Digimon who are in this battle, because of hearing the yelling of their Digi-Destined, it flashes the, the Digivice, you kind of assume that has something to do with it, I guess. Right. Couldn't, if Joe wanted out, couldn't he just give that to someone? Couldn't he be like, "Hey, man,
0: maybe he's the only one." Maybe it's like a maybe it's like a Judge Dread gun, like it's DNA grafted, <laughs> it only one tries to, use to use it. It. Right.
1: like where did those things come from? They're physical objects. Did he create the them? Season. Well, then Izzy can definitely do something with it. Um. So like, all right. So he yells like such and such go, and then it goes through a fucking insanely long series so many of evolutions <laughs> so, both, so many digivolutions both for his digimon and then for mimi's digimon and for my borden
2: your borden and for my <laughs> boredom that's the that's the evolved form of my board yes boredom has become <laughs> um
1: so we get I don't I don't want to try to guess at the names. I know I I have them written down. You want them? Well, I just <sighs> I know that at some point the seal becomes something that sounds like Kakamon and D- then
2: Dylan evolves into Digimon. Dylan right, just, just give it to him. Give it to all us. us. All right. So
0: Joe's Digimon Gomamon Digivolves into Ikakumon. <sighs> yeah uh and then digivolves into Zudomon, mm-hmm. which between each div- digivolution he th- it does like one attack and he's like all right let's yeah. go good go, digivolve again yeah uh and then Zudomon digivolves into viking yeah which is like a viking yeah he's
1: dude. like a seal viking man
2: yeah that has the big spiky Spike balls, balls and it says like arctic blast and it just throws spiked balls at somebody they're really cold
0: balls joe
2: <laughs>
0: cold lewis <laughs> balls yeah. Um and then and then Togemon, who is the spiky cactus because uh Palmon Digivolved earlier into Togamon again to fight the Imperial uh, uh Imperial Dromon uh and failed. Uh gets back up, digivolves again into Lilymon, which is like this like kind of like Pardivore kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's very, yeah uh, it's... very
2: planty person. Honestly, maybe my two favorites digimon outside of leomon i think are the actual plant evolutions because they're just kind of like they're they're better to look at than most of the other ones like well especially this last one because
0: lilymon digivolves into Rosemon and mm-hmm. very much another endowment do you remember mm-hmm. the name of her <laughs> t- yes forbidden temptation is yes. what she shouts <laughs> this is a this children anime show. dragon <laughs> yeah i was like oh i wonder how many kids watch this and were and felt some forbidden temptation or,
1: or how many kids who like to shout the things that are in the anime they are watching were then running around their house in childish voices yelling forbidden temptation getting <laughs> <laughs> slapped by their parent would you learn that
0: yeah. uh, um learned it from you mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the alcohol anymore <laughs> So the Digimon are at their biggest strength. Everyone's impressed by Gomamon's Digivolutions because apparently Gomamon has never Digivolved to this high level before because Joe's an asshole um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he even says there was never a need for it before
1: and they've gone through fucking like apocalyptic events that he yeah. just didn't show up for. That's the that's the other hard part about Joe's story. I just this. hate Joe. Honestly. I do too because his whole complaint and i know there's like a whole tv show of context that we're missing like yeah. Dylan said at the beginning of the podcast but the whole complaint is like it's always me i always have to get involved when something bad's happening <laughs> and it's like motherfucker you didn't for like six different stories we just watched over the last three movies you've never been around what are you talking about i didn't you even know your useless. name until
0: this movie <laughs>
2: I didn't even know his name until this podcast. Actually, like I'm sure I've heard well, people say Joe, but like it slipped off my brain so many times. Well, we say it every episode. Yeah. To we, you, we, yeah, I was Joe. gonna say we talk to Joe quite Who? a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. am I a digi? I didn't even know
1: Joe could be a person's name before this. I'd be a pretty good digi destined. <laughs> we should all get digivices. I don't have to do oh. much.
0: I bet there's someone that makes like really like high end oh digivices God, that are like sure. two
1: hundred dollars each. I am sure. I can digi evolve my dog into like a hot lady. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so they defeat the 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 the, the megazoid, uh, and it blows up, and that stops. And and Leo wasn't able to help this entire fight because he, he was got like still sucked up in a ball. Well, he was still being corrupted, right? Like he was still like yeah. Like getting... every time he like goes to do something,
1: he like drops to his knees and he gets purple right. gross I, lines I, on I, him. I,
2: I forget if we said what's the source of this corruption. <laughs>
1: We don't know. What's he, the got, plot? he got.
2: He got. Ogrumon.
1: Explain in the very first scene, Ogremon slashed him in the chest, and you see yeah. like little digital effect on him. So I
0: guess Izzy, at some point in the movie says he thinks the. I forget, he says something the effect. There's like a chicken in the egg scenario where he like he figures that the the corruption. Oh, he thinks the corruption causes the 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 electromagnetic disturbances, disturbances but
1: it's the other way
0: around no something like that i don't remember i no it
1: he said he assumed the disturbances happened and then the corruption was caused by it but it's the other way around i'm pretty sure and you know what? I, I shouldn't the important I, i'm not going to is that
2: we i'm not we certain <laughs> it doesn't matter in this movie it's, it's
0: still it's still unknown yeah um so imperial jomon is defeated leomon uh vikemon Rosemon are all there they're going to confront ken who still holds Makomon, and then ken basically just lets Makomon go and then fades away <laughs> yeah and and once again the digimon are like we fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so they go back through the portal and pop back out and everyone's is seemingly okay. So um, good. Leomon is happy that Makomon is is fine. Uh, uh Vikemon and Rosemon have de digivolved into their most base form, yeah, so like, like where turd blobs. Right, like the 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 blobbies like Dragon Quest Slime-esque forms that mm-hmm. all the Digimon take initially. Um, Leomon is holding Makomon and telling Makomon, it's like, it's okay. Everything's okay. And Makomon is getting weird flashes of looking at Leomon and Leomon for one second looks fine. And then the next second looks corrupted with like just pure white eyes. Um, but this is only Makomon seeing this. And then uh, we see in Mei Mei's purse, Makomon's Digivice, Mei Digivice starts corrupting into like this red and black uh two-tone thing and then Mekomon gets has like an aura, the same purple aura that the infected Digimon get, and then she gets corrupted and she slashes Leomon across the abdomen, and then she like her like orange tails like grow out longer and she gets like wolf fangs and all the, you know, turns evil basically. And then she uh uh she, runs doesn't, away. she doesn't just slash him she like shreds him to
2: pieces there's a gou- yeah cuz there's at first there's a gouge in his chest like opened up and it yeah. looks like he's dying and then like literally she like pulverizes leomon and yeah very heavily suggests that leomon is actually like destroyed yes and, uh, right I loved it. I was right. like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> this one thing that I've like a- latched onto is being destroyed. This movie uh honestly got me so weirdly excited out of nowhere that it was like, "Oh shit!" I just didn't expect the ending to have any consequences. I, consequence. I we think it anything. is.
1: Like, it is a weird shame that they had to introduce Leomon in this movie just to kill Leomon
2: in this movie. He's from the show, though. Too. See, so, he? so, yes. so that- they imply they imply a shared history with him. All right, that's fine. Then I guess. I, I appreciate that they got as much kind of like Leo Mann is a big is a big daddy and we all love him like I got, I got right. you are supposed to love him like right away Right. and right. so uh, there's like this is actually a good beat it was a good it was a good thing to finish on and I like so many of these movies are just like so like the endings are so like nothing and this left more to like see in the future i'm excited for the next digimon movie that's Ugh, not true you know uh, it's gonna be bad it's not gonna live <laughs> yeah. up to what you want no, it to be leomon's oh, gonna, gonna come pay back off. it's gonna pay off he's gonna be like he's gonna be the new Angemon. oh uh, that would be that would be that's all i want i'm a big digimon fan now <laughs> smooth, got me.
0: Um, but one thing we're missing is that as Makoban uh opens up the portal again to the digital world and flies through we get a cut to all of the Digi Destin just kind of like still frames of the Digi Destin uh, having shocked expressions as well as Mr. Nishijima and Himi and Himi shows a shock expression and then her her mouth just kind of curls up into a smile <sighs> for just a second oh no and then yeah. they cut away
1: because she's like, "Now we fucking got them. They got one of the digi destined. We're gonna get so much government money to fight these fuckers." <laughs>
0: <laughs> because because it was all planned. Because she put she put Mako Mon out there by yeah. herself to be to be. Kidnapped. It
1: does feel like that. Like she knew it before. We definitely got the, the scene where she specifically says either Mako, uh, either May, make Mako Mako. They're both Mako Mako and Mako Mon.
0: I believe so. Yes,
1: Mako or Mako Mon is the target of this. Yeah, she
2: said specifically. I feel like
0: this might have made it easier if they had this like this this uh, paradigm earlier in this it franchise. Should have been like it's the just, first,
2: the end of the first movie
0: is what it should have been. Because well, I'm saying like all of the Digimon should just be named after their owners because uh, it would be much easier to keep track of who's who. I guess I would hate that. I'm on, but Joe Mon. I feel like she
1: shouldn't have had Mako. Should not have Mako Mon because that's just dumb to me. But no, I think whatever. Cute.
2: It's cute.
1: um They they also though like Mako is only introduced to be the corrupted one, right? Like, mm-hmm, why yes. we She's it, the MacGuffin. It's wouldn't yeah. this have had so much more impact if it, it turned like out to be or something? Yeah,
2: Agumon would have been so cool as a corrupt.
1: Yeah. Like, really fuck with the main cast. You already have an overinflated cast. You definitely don't need another DigiDestined.
2: Especially if you set up, like, conflict between the characters. And it doesn't have to be related yes. yet. But, like, two characters who are like, you know, you're not doing this right. You're not, being a digi- you're not doing the DigiDestined the way you're supposed to. And then it fucking goes off the rails. Like, yes. there is a better that's story a to be told. Yeah, that's a story. Yeah. That's a story I want to see explored. As it stands, for me, 2 out of 10. No, well,
0: they can't all be winners. um There's also a plot beat that I I kind of wanted to talk about very briefly because Matt and Ty still have this, you know, but fucking again, they're mad in the middle of the movie, and then at the end of the movie, they do this like knowing nod to one another, and like, huh, I guess you're okay. But uh, Matt asks Ty something during the the school festival where he's like, why didn't Omnimon digivolve? And, in its fight against alphamon which is something i think i missed or at least it wasn't yeah I yeah i, well. did not line up for I have me no all. idea what they were talking about in that scene so i guess Animon didn't digivolve because ty didn't want him to because i guess like you can't just it's, it's not you don't click a button on your digivice mm-hmm. and they digivolve as which is what i assumed it worked like they have to like feel it in their heart they have to tinkerbell they have to believe in magic <laughs> yeah uh and so I mean, again, they're just kind of retreading. They're treading water and that like, oh, Ty feels guilty about the about the collateral damage. And he's trying to, like, distance himself from Hold using back, his Digimon. Yeah.
1: But it certainly didn't seem like it mattered that it, they didn't go up another level. They they did the fight. Like, obviously, it it escaped, but they did what they wanted to do. The movie ends feeling like they succeeded. At least they feel like they succeeded. It's not like you went back after that fight in the last movie and dealt with those feelings of like, hey, you held back. So it just
0: comes out of left field when it's brought up in this one. They just don't know what to do with Ty and, and Matt's relationship. So they just do nothing.
1: To... You don't need it. <laughs> it's just not important. It, you know, like you've got too many characters. Not everyone needs something.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I would. How do you feel? Was that what would you rate this movie then, Nick? Man, it's
1: it's one out of two daters. I don't
0: know. <laughs> All right, that's it. Any more thoughts? I don't have. I don't have, I don't even know. I'm not. We. I think I we've cleverly
2: examined it. this movie. Yeah, to, for to sure. To a
0: painstaking degree.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I think the Joe stuff works for me, and I think the Mimi stuff kind of works i think it's um, set up to work it just the end of it is
1: fucking toughen up kid and that doesn't suit me
0: right maybe by the end of these six movies we'll finally <laughs> get a good one uh but um that's it for did adventure tribe period part two colon determination uh next time we'll be watching did adventure tribe period part three colon confession